Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, peas. This is your summer series episodes for you today. Woohoo! We've never had a summer series. We're very proud of ourselves for actually organising it, although all we've done is record these few words and the sound engineer has done everything else. (laughs) But we hope you enjoy listening back. You might have missed some of these episodes. You might have enjoyed them before. Have a listen again and thank you. Yeah, these episodes are all people that we've interviewed that we've really enjoyed talking to. Some of them are famous people, whatever that means. Yeah. And we thought you might like to listen It helps us out over the summer and, you know, maybe you get lonely without our voices. I don't know. (laughs) Probably not. Anyway, enjoy, peace. Thank you. We would like to acknowledge that this podcast meeting is being held on Aboriginal land, the land of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. And we would like to pay respect to their eldest past, present and immersion and their multiple birth parents with children with disabilities. And today's episode is Shezzy and Grant Denya and they told me to say a couple of dickheads. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast contains truth, laughter and the occasional f word so it's not really suitable for children sometimes you just have to get your shits out shit 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 that's right this is a language warning oh shit hello mandy hello kate the sun is shining for those of you who love our weather banter. Melbourne. Yes. This morning she threw a massive storm and now she's like, oh. it's I'm back to autumn. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, how yes, are you? Yes. Fine. Fine. There's good. sickness in our house, so there's lots of juggling. Yep, yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm all good. But that is like change of season Melbourne, I think. I, know, I feel like my family had COVID this winter. time last year and I then know. now we're back. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. That's okay. Let's get going. Yes. So we have two awesome guests today. Would you like to say hello and introduce yourselves? Yeah. Hello. I'm uh, Larry Emder. And uh, <laughs> I used to host The Price is Right. <laughs> nah, my Come name's on Grant down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, now everyone's just tuned out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought we were getting Larry bloody Emder. Oh, <laughs> gosh, this, this idiot. <laughs> 
and my this is my lovely wife, and I'm dickhead number two. Yeah. Again. <laughs> you know. Well, and well, I'm I'm interested to know um, about another house that has a whole lot of illness happening. Oh, no. I feel like that's been us every week for the past year. Yeah, mm. definitely. I feel like we've had every influenza. Known yeah. to man. Oh, I think we yes. just lost all of our immune systems during yeah. COVID and the kids were home for mm. too long. And yeah. now it's yeah. now they're back. And I love and they all have different names yes. as well. Like <laughs> we're off to the doctors one week and they say, Oh, you've got influenza B. Yes. Mm. <laughs> That's what my house is. Two weeks got. later. Yep. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Two weeks later, it's like, oh, now you've got influenza A. I know. <laughs> the thing is, when. I even know that. In the How 80s. Are we going backwards in the alphabet. <laughs> <laughs> I think in the 80s, we were just, oh, you're super sick. You didn't go to the doctor. No. Your mum didn't take no. you to the doctor. Yeah, oh, that's, that's right. right. Only for a broken arm, which I always wanted so badly. Uh, yes. Yeah, <laughs> so did I. Yeah, I never had it either. Never. No. I wanted that cast. Oh. Oh. I know. Just, the, just, the, get, just getting the attention, attention. at school, yeah. show and tell, yeah. the autographs on it from yeah. all your. Yeah. Mate, yep, nothing. No, no. I had to wait until I was thirty. Oh, I don't know, four or six, one of those. Uh, when I broke my back, so yeah. I, mm. I, I, I eventually made up for the fact <laughs> I didn't have a broken arm at school you by really breaking did. my back as an adult. Oh my! But God. you don't have no. a big cast that people can sign, do you? No, no. no so it's still it not as cool. But he had a back brace. Yeah. Oh. Uh, when he was very high on the morphine, he was like. <laughs> No one can even ride on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's plastic. Yeah. And I was like, what? pretty upset about no, fair it. Enough. Fair it was his enough. moment and it was a dud. <laughs> yeah. You know what? And I was like, no, I'd prefer to break my arm because at least I can go to the toilet by myself. Yes. yes. Oh, my gosh, Sweet. your back. That must have been horrendous. Mm-hmm. Although mm-hmm. I broke my wrist in 2019. And uh, putting on the bra, very tricky. Oh, very. Oh, I had a lot of yeah, friends do a lot of favours. Yes, and I stabbed my hand cutting an avocado. And, yeah, I couldn't get my bra on either. I was like, yeah. oh, who knew? Mm, but called- I could wipe, so it was handy. <laughs> and I, hang on. Mm. Like an avocado is exceptionally soft to cut, right? Requires very little pressure with a sharp knife. I know. So I was holding it and I just had a massive knife and I thought I'm just going to get the pip out or whatever you call it. And I just put, yeah. I put that and I thought I'll turn it. Oh, you stabbed the pip. And I stabbed my hand, yeah. And what did the doctor call it? He called it avocado hand. Yeah. When I came into emergency, he's like, oh, <laughs> oh avocado hand. Thing? Yes. Yeah, look it up. It's a leading <laughs> just... cause of hand um, surgeries no. in the UK. Yeah. Because <laughs> I thought that that was just an ADHD thing that you well, stabbed because we may have well, that too. Can, <laughs> but you had to have like plastic surgery and everything oh yeah so you because it ba- did it bounce off the pip and then go into I don't your hand remember. I think that's what would happen you don't remember no oh, all i remember then is like my husband throwing a cup of water on my head why because you wouldn't come down i passed out oh yeah oh. and then my kids putting a like a, a cupcake in my mouth to give me a bit of sugar <laughs> like it was <laughs> Completely ridiculous mismanagement. I remember that being one of the one of the steps no, under the CPR no. class. That I remember, you know, rice, rest, yeah. you know, rice compression, so I was just and like, what? I was like, I'm really cupcake. sweaty. A cupcake, no. and they're like, Mom, have some sugar. <laughs> anyway, enough about me. Let's get to our questions. Yep, and we can go. Oh, yeah. So go, Kate. Start All right, it. you yep. can answer. Yeah, you can answer separately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you are actually two people. Yeah. Um. So the first question is: Do you have a favorite song or a band that like either pumps you up in the good times or lifts you up when you're feeling a bit shit? Ooh. I mm. feel like I need to press a buzzer. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yep. 
Can I go first? Can I go first? Yes. Um, Family feud. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Oh, um, well, we've surveyed Barry ten Cooper. people. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's about, about eight more listeners than our entire podcast. Oh, I love Barracuda. And who did we work out that was by? Because I can't they were, remember. It's by Heart or something. Oh, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, yes. Google it. Classic old American song because we used Dun, to play Sing Star a lot. And when oh, we had, yeah. when prior to children, we'd, we'd sort of have a couple of vinos and mm. play Sing Star with some friends. And, oh, and that yeah. was always one of the tracks. Yeah. yeah. Jesse was always bang into. So I could play it on the guitar. I'm mean, not very good at it. That's right. Like, like, guitar hero. Yeah. Oh, on the guitar yeah. hero. Yeah. I um, and it, listen to the Singstar playlist on Spotify all the time. So I'm like, <laughs> I love this list. No. Oh, I yeah, did good not songs. know that they had a list. Mm. So they would be. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Because why wouldn't you search it up? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. they're always mega hits. Mega so hits. Right. Yeah, loved so it. To- Total Clips of the of the Heart was oh. always my um, karaoke song if I ever mm. went to a venue, say with work colleagues or yeah. shows or whatever. Yeah, it was always Bonnie Tyler's Total Eclipse of the Heart. Yeah. Because big, big power ballad, but yeah. not only that campus film clips you've ever seen <laughs> in the world. Like, it's just fabulous. There's just lots of, like, someone's gone nuts with the wind machine. Oh, like, oh so those with the days. Blowing her head off. And, yeah. Like, the, the smoke machine guys <laughs> clearly just had too many joints because it was filmed in the 80s. And it, just, it just it was too much of everything. Yeah, which yeah perfect. Was that was yeah. the 80s. Yeah. Okay, mm. I'm excited to ask this question. Yeah, me too. Because this question we asked to all our people, yep. and you can both answer. How, did you win any awards at school or any awards in your lifetime? <laughs> None at school for me. That's pretty common. I remember being in year 11, year 11 media studies class, uh, and I knew I was the best media um, studies student by far. Mm-hmm. Um, and High self-esteem. I, my... my, <laughs> my it's funny you should say that. Uh, so I didn't get the Year 11 Media Award and I cornered Mr Vernon, the media teacher, in, in the quadrangle uh, one day during lunchtime, pushed him against the wall. I didn't want to pick him. I cornered him so he couldn't leave. I wasn't a violent kid. I was only little. Uh, and I said, mate, what's going on? What's going on? He goes, what do you mean what's going on? He goes, I said, you you know I was the best media student by far. You know, you and I both know that I deserve that award. And then he, like, looked at me. We had this look in his eye and I was like, oh, God, what's he going to deliver now? And he goes, <laughs> you and I both know that you don't need the confidence boost. Oh. He was right. He got me. <laughs> he was right. Actually, that's a great story because so many times awards go to the kids that actually don't really mm. need them in life and not the ones that could do with a little yeah. bit more extra support. Well, so. It ended up motivating me so much, the fact that I didn't get the award, that I think I really only have a media career today just to, <laughs> to piss Mr. Vernon off and prove that I did deserve it all along. So Such it kind shit, of Mr. pushed me. Yeah, you bloody <laughs> bastard. We've got pictures of Mr. Vernon up everywhere. Uh, knives and little voodoo dolls. Some people are motivated by, you know, being nice and kind, just wanting to achieve great things. Mine's mostly venom. (laughs) Revenge. Yeah. 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 Shazzy, did you win any at school? No, I won none. Except when I was eight, um, I got the bicentenary coin. Yes, yes. I have that still. And because I was so hyperactive, I don't think I could ever sit still to listen, I thought they actually gave me an award. (laughs) And so... (laughs) 
for a couple of years, I was telling everyone. I carried that thing everywhere. Remember, it came in. Yes, the, yes. I got it in the yes. book. I got an award. Yes. I got an award. And I remember people saying, well, what, what did you get the award for? And they're looking <laughs> the at the turning 200. 200. Go Australia. And that was my award. Um, and it was years later that somebody just said to me, they're like, you know that everybody got that. <laughs> in the whole country. Devastated. <laughs> Stop that. You can so, have it. You can take thank that. You. Yeah, yeah. We'll thank say it's you. an award. Grant, I really want to know on. about, tell us about your best award you've ever won, being a <sighs> media person. Um, well, I, look at this. The first trophy I ever got um, in, in, in go-karting was Ooh. was the start of a, a long career in motorsport, so yes. that one was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, in television, you know, I was lucky enough to to win a a, a gold statue. Yes, yes. you were. Yes. And the whole gold country Logie. was cheering. Oh, we were all so <laughs> pumped for you. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, it it, uh, it really shocked me how much it meant to me when it really? happened. Okay, um, yeah. And I, th- I think because um, I think that that inner self doubt, that inner imp- imp- mm. that imposter syndrome, is yep. pretty strong in me. So yep. I kind of never really felt like I was in the the, the cool club, or yeah. felt like I belong. I sort of didn't talk like the others or act like the others. Yeah, or yeah, I, yeah, I did yeah. it for a different reason. I wasn't a, like a red carpet walker, or yeah. yeah. The fame thing just wasn't a focus mm. for me. I enjoyed making telly, but that was about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, and then uh, that day, winning winning the award, it was like, holy moly! Yes, I been felt like I'd been running on a treadmill for twenty five years. Oh, and yeah, just trying to be the best you can be, trying to be better than the person next to you, yeah, trying to sort job. of race up each mm, rung of the mm, ladder, and mm. trying to be a good person and a good employee, and yes. trying. To, and then I was like, huh. yeah. <laughs> I think I made it. Yeah, you did. <laughs> you did. I think I can stop running now. Yes, I, I, I bet. Relax. Mm. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, it was a. It was a beautiful, beautiful feeling that still gives me tingles when I think oh, about it. Yes. Well, yeah, congratulations. Yeah. Do you want to see it? Yes. See it? <laughs> we want to see it. The Logie. Oh, yeah. Take a photo. Oh, thank you. That's amazing. <laughs> you get a photo. Yeah, yeah I got thank one. Thank you. Yep. Yeah. Oh. Well, Kate and I both have twins that are nearly 18. Mm. I think you were the, you know, weatherman on sunrise when our babies were little. Yeah. And we watched that every morning, you know, because we were up at four starting the day. (laughs) Yeah, well, the mum, the mum army was the the one that sort of drives and dictates the success of those breakfast shows in the morning. Yeah. First up or you're feeding or. Yeah. um, Yeah. So it was, um, you know, I think those days on sunrise, I was very lucky whilst having a good good fun, you know, wrestling crocodiles or jumping out of helicopters or doing all sorts of, you know, being nude on television. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was the, the, the kind of the viewers and friends you made make doing those, those weather roles, you know, five days a week on sunrise ended mm. up sort of following you on to, you know, the other TV shows that you make. So yes, yeah, it was, uh, that gold Loki came from, yeah, you know, trying to make those mums feeding at 5am yeah. laugh. Yeah. yeah. Well, you, uh, did. you did. Yeah. You sure did. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. such a hard time for uh, a mom. Yeah. You know, you've been awake most mm. of the night. You're yeah. feeling like you just can't go on and yeah. to have something kind of snap you out of your own head. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. We heard that a lot when we travelled on the road. Yeah. Yeah, I bet you did. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, when you, I think you're disconnected a little bit from your normal group of yep. friends and family and you're bunkered down in those four walls of yeah. home. Mm. You know, you you could barely stop to, you know, breathe for, for fresh air. And, yeah. and that, that was kind of because my segment was always, you know, how um we always came after the news. So we were yes. about three minutes after the news. And the news is such heavy going. Yeah. You know? yeah. It's depressing and it's sad and it's full of fear and mm. things that, you know, are, that are horrible about the world. And it was, I kind of saw it as my job or my duty to kind of lift everyone's spirits back up after mm. yeah. five minutes of yeah. death and destruction. Yeah, so, that's right. Now from the war, yeah. here's Grant jumping yeah. out of my head. <laughs> 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 yeah. um, and no. twins. Yes. yes. Like, and, and Kate had them fourth and fifth, so she had three bigger kids and um, they were my mm. first babies. So, yeah, it was the first time I was sort of home and not going to mm, work mm. and trying to find a new rhythm and, yeah. Just wanting to hear adult and voices. identity. Yeah, yeah. You know, like kids TV, ugh, let me hear an adult yeah. talking for a little yeah. bit. Yeah. 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 Well, see, our kids are so spread far apart. So, mm. you know, we've got a two-year-old now, but we've also got an 11-year-old. So yeah. Just non-stop. Oh, yeah. We've got three kids, so, th- yep. you know, 11, we- 7 and 2. So we just, it's just, it has not ever no. been without <laughs> high five, Chaos. wiggle, I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah, that's right. Yep, I know. And when my three incarnations of wiggles. Yeah, yeah that's you right. Have. Yeah. Oh, at least. You feel yeah. like you want to tell people that, but no one cares. But it's really it's big deal. Yeah. And it's sad yeah. when yeah. one leaves. Yeah, we really yeah. love Greg. You know? That love is not a him. development milestone. I know, <laughs> but it is, damn it. <laughs> so when people go, oh, you know, my great grandmother, she lived through two wars. You know, well, I've seen five groups of wiggles. So <laughs> same, same. Exactly. <laughs> my daughter, like I have older kids. And so she, we grew up with the Wiggles. I took her to a concert. It cost me $2 and the Wiggles came out, sold all their own merch, went up, set up the sound, did the concert, came back out. They didn't even have specific colour skivvies then. They mm. just wore t- T-shirts. Wow. This is old school Wiggles. And Jeez. then she, when she turned 18 or 19, they did that re-Wiggled tour thing where they went out. And so then she went to the pub and got pissed with her friends and yes. sang the Wiggles. Yeah. I was like, this is a, such a beautiful circle of oh, life. No. It, it is. Mm. Two bucks. Oh my yeah. God. Bucks. They were desperate for us. <laughs> it's just a crappy school hall. <laughs> we should ask our final question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So mm. our favourite question is why are you a part of our P-Tribe? We are a part of your P-Tribe because we are um, kick-ass parents yeah. like, like <laughs> you guys. We're pretending we are anyway. Yeah, well, same. <laughs> and also I think, you know, we... We have Sunday, who yes. is two, and um, and we've had uh, we kind of came to the party late with her hips, hip dysplasia, mm. and we didn't really know a whole lot about it. Um, Sailor, our eldest, was born with hypermobile hips, mm-hmm. right? And as a first mum, I remember changing her nappies, and um, her legs would turn three sixty degrees, mm. and I just thought that was normal. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until, you know, other friends who had kids were looking and they were like, what is going on with her hips? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. That we started to look into it. Um, and Sunday had had one one hip that's extremely hypermobile, so hypermobile that it just kind of sat out of the socket. Right. Right. Um, and we, 
they, we did all the checks from when she was yes. born. They do the ultrasounds and the, they feel for clicky hips. She didn't have clicky hips, so mm, to say. Right. And the ultrasounds didn't show it up because unless her legs were dead straight, which they don't ultrasound like that, they ultrasound with them in a frog position. Yes, right. Unless her legs were dead straight, it was in the socket. So when oh. she was in the frog position, it was normal. Right. And is but, that a typical thing? Um, well, hers didn't click because she was sort of out. There were, it was a long way out when it was out. So mm. it never really made that click to go back in. It was never right. just a little bit in and a little bit out. It was usually mostly just completely dislocated. Wow. So and is she so in pain? No. No. Oh, no. Yeah, because you would have picked up on that, wouldn't you? Mm. Exactly. Yeah. So the first thing that I noticed was that she wouldn't sit for long periods of time and she'd always fall like to one side. Mm. And I thought, God, we're getting a little bit close here to, you know, the milestone that they're mm. supposed to meet. Why is she not sitting up? Mm. Thought it might have been something to do with her abdominal muscles or wasn't quite sure, but took her back to the doctors and they checked it. Um, no, no issue. Okay, no worries. Well, maybe she's just a bit slow, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. a bit slower. Yeah. Um, and it's hard because those milestones you don't always no. meet. Um, you know, and I've got friends who've got kids at the same age and they, you know, my best girlfriend's daughter was walking mm. and Sunday was still trying to start to crawl. Mm. Yeah. And she couldn't crawl properly, could she? And that was when I took her to a physio and the physio said, I think there's something going on in this hip. Right. And I said, oh, what makes you think that? And she showed me when she tried to put you know, her feet down and we were trying to get her to do exercises, she said she's falling off to, you know, her right side. Right. Let's just get it checked. Um, and how old was she? She was one. Oh, right. wow. Yeah. So, right, it takes forever to get into yeah. some of these specialists, mm. as you would know. Mm. And so I made my appointment and six weeks later the appointment came around and we got COVID. Oh, oh. of course you did. Yep. Yep. Grant gave us COVID. Did so you, Grant? I was, you dirty rat. <laughs> and I remember saying to him, no, I've got Not to take it to specialist. Oh. Yeah. Oh. And so she just turned one. Anyway, the specialist fit me in and we went, you know, as soon as we could. And he said, she definitely has a problem. Let's x-ray it. So we x-rayed it and he showed me the x-ray. And I, like even to the untrained eye, mm. I could tell the ball joint. Now, none of this is technical speak. This is mm -hmm. all just perfect mum speak. Us. Yep. The ball joint on the hip that was out of the socket was tiny, right. probably one-eighth the size of the normal hip. Oh, got it. It was so small and there was a whole lot of space between the ball joint and the actual hip socket. And he said that's how far it's sitting out. He said there's no cartilage strength pulling it in. Right. Um, and how did you and so feel? Oh, I felt um, really shocked mm. and oh, that it had been missed. Yes. Yeah, I just, I felt like, yeah, I felt really shocked and he said, you know, we need to put her straight in because of her age. This is um, what she should be just starting to learn to walk. Yes. You know? yes. We were at the point of having to take away the mobility of someone who was just about to discover it. So yeah. it was. Oh, 
rough. Yeah, we wished we had and, been able to deal with that, you know, when she was younger. Yeah, mm. and you blame yourself as oh, well. Yeah, like I started thinking in my head, oh, my God, I've I've swaddled her too tight mm. trying yeah. to get my sleep. It's my fault. Um, no. You always, I think, blame yourself first up. And yes. um, we're also lucky that it, you know, it, it, considering I'm sure all the situations and scenarios that you guys hear every single day on your mm. podcast, we're, mm. you know, we're lucky. We're a, we're, we're a small case. It's treatable. Mm. Um, yeah, a but it's still suffering. it's still trauma in your family. It's still we it's like hard. we know that, but yeah. but we also know that there's a huge community of people with hip dysplasia that never get a voice, and you guys have kind of come out mm. and. Yeah, I publicly. think people are like, wow, these are our people too. It's really important. Mm-hmm. This, this seems like a really silly thing to say, but, mm-hmm. you know, when we real, we just had this moment the other day where we realised what we'd missed out on. Yes. She, yeah. hasn't, she hasn't worn a pretty dress yes. ever. Yeah, I know. She's got to wear comfy clothes underneath her braces, you know. Well, she's yeah. on, she was in a full sort of armpit yep. to ankle cast for Enormous. a while. Enormous, yes. But she's never worn pretty clothes. I she's know. never looked like a girl. Yeah, yes. Always, yes. She's just yeah. There's she's a real got no hair as well, so she's sort of a little baldy. It's yeah, yeah, growing yeah, yeah, yeah. Got, So she just never looked like you know yeah. a, a yeah. And you girl. have the other two that you have photos of at that age, and you know yeah, like yeah. You know missing. when you look back on those and you yep. go, oh yeah. god, look how cute they are, and we thought, yeah. oh, this one doesn't get to get to get dressed yeah. up. And, yeah, and, and, and that's that. And there's a lot of grieving there is, too. Yes. <laughs> You look back and one thing that I am so grateful for is the Facebook community mm. for not only, you know, spiker cast yep. but also hip dysplasia because mm. when you go into a doctor's appointment and you know something's not right and they say to you, we need to get your child in right now for mm. an operation, we're going to cut, you know, mm. a segment of the hip mm. um, and then she's going to be put into a full body cast. Oh, yeah. For a couple of months and it's going to be tough. It's going to be hard. They can't move. They're hot. Like when you first hear that, you don't ask any of the questions, you know, about, well, what do I do when when they can't sleep because they're so uncomfortable or, you know, what happens if they have a nappy explosion in the cast and how do I get it to not smell like urine? Yes. Um, (laughs) That's (laughs) always... They just do. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> right. It's sick. They're feral. There's a reason why we change them over every Yes, week. that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Eight weeks. Yeah. Mm. But, yeah. like, that community, they mm. shared so many tips and tricks and, and hints and, mm. and I got so much out of that and I was so grateful because mm. there was probably three weeks, I feel like, where she couldn't sleep. Mm. God. She just got the cast on, you know, it was sore where the, the cut yes, and was. And you can't was see it. You don't know no. if it's becoming infected or. Yeah. No, you can't. And so, and you you feel like you think to yourself, how the hell am I going to survive this? Yes. I just don't think that I have, you know, the strength Um, and they're heavy and, yes. you know, having to just rock her at night, which so many parents did, you know, yes, just of course. To, to speak to a community. Mm. Um, it feels like a torture device, you know. Yeah, yeah. it's so yeah. bad. You feel like you're forcing it on them and you're inflicting this horrible life on them. You know, we looked at a little video yesterday and she was on the ground just trying to pull herself along mm. with her little wrists going. Mm. She's, she was just like a she was like a helpless little dolphin out of the water, wasn't yes. she? Yes, yeah. 
And that's your baby, you know. I know. And just so many people who have been through it um, coming up and talking to us and and, and sharing, you know, their stories. It was so comforting. But it's actually, I think, a lot more common than what we realise. Definitely. Mm. Mm. And I think you don't want it. Your child doesn't want to be going through this for then you guys to be the spokespeople either. You know, yeah, yeah. It's it's hard to watch them go through it. My daughters had cast on their legs many times. They had Botox injections because they've got cerebral palsy. And one night I ripped those casts off because there wasn't anything broken. And I felt like every Mm. time they had a cast around their leg, I had it around my heart. And Mm. I can't explain that other than when I got the cast off, I felt like I could breathe again. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think I can relate to that. Yeah. Yeah. Can you? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you yeah. feel yeah, it's this. You actually feel really teary mm, right now. Just yeah, thinking yeah. back through that. Yeah. yeah, and all that stuff's really important to talk about. And and yes, there's good outcomes in the hip community. Yes, yes. but it's still mm. hard. So hard. I remember the first time we had the exploding nappy in the oh. spiker cast and it was messy and I'd been so I'd been trying so hard to keep it really clean. Oh, and I had like the little alcohol wipes and I was wiping it and I had the anti-urine smell and I was oh. just trying so hard. And I remember she had this exploding nappy and and she's just laying there like helpless and it's yeah. you know everywhere and I just started crying of course. and I was like, oh my god. You know, you just want to pick them up and hold yeah. them you know, skin to skin and you mm. can't do that. You've got to remember if, 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 yeah, on the inside of those casts is all that fluff, right? And it just yeah. holds oh. everything in it. And you know what I mean? It's yeah. impossible. It's impossible. And so much heat yeah. as well. So much heat. So, so uncomfortable. Yeah. How did you, so how long was she in the full body cast? Like three months, did you say? Yeah, so we had it, um, well, closer to, um 12 weeks so yeah. we had a, a switch over halfway through um did you quickly that, were you allowed to bath her in that switch over or were you in hospital or could you in hospital so yeah. they gave her like a sponge bath yeah. down um but the most awful thing was when I went back there you know and after COVID Grant mm. couldn't come with me he oh, could only yeah. have one person in the hospital which is awful just, so it's the one time you're like, I really actually want my husband around. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, just the one time. Just the one time. That's the only <laughs> purpose he has in my life. Oh, oh, but like but you who know, do you I choose? D- who to go? It's yeah. awful. With twins, yeah. my, my husband and I could have one each when we put them under. Yeah. But if you're yeah, on right. your own. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that is so hard. Like at, at, when when your baby is so small and you take them in, and this has probably happened to you, I guess, Mandy, because when she knew, Sunday yeah. knew when we walked into that hospital, hang on a second, this mm. is where I had the needles last yeah. time, where I had all the pain and, yeah, and and when they when we walked into the, you know, into the surgery and the nurse was there in the scrubs and she's going, no, mm. no, mm. and like pulling at my shirt and I'm, you know, and you're trying to remain really calm. Yeah, and you don't I'm want thinking, them to see your fear or tears. No. Mm. That's but I tell you what, after all of that, she's the most resilient. <laughs> yes, yes, that's right. Happy, calm, a little wild. <laughs> now that she's got mobility, she's a little yes. wild. Yes. So when she really she, was unfazed. When she came out of the car, she went into a more permanent sort of um, into a brace. rhino brace. Rhino brace. Yeah. yeah. And what does and that so look that, like? 
So um, it's got like a plastic kind of like a seat almost mm. um, that holds her legs in that frog position. And then it's got um, Velcro around the legs to tie it on and around the um, around the stomach. So and was that twenty three hours what? a day, or could you have an hour off, or what? You know what? It's supposed to be twenty four hours a day. Mm. Um, just take it off, you know, when they're bathing them. But I mm. said to the professor, I was like, because I knew that we'd caught it late, yeah. and there is a chance that she's going to have to go back and have more operations mm-hmm. to have part of the hip bone cut out. Mm-hmm. Which that, is a big, big procedure yeah. with a huge recovery. And yeah. that's back into a permanent brace yeah. too. Back into a spiker yeah. calf. Yeah. yeah. So I said to him, is there an issue if I put it on her basically all day and mm. just only take it off, you know, very rarely? And he said, no. He said, do you think that you could do that? Because lots of parents feel, you know, too overwhelmed to mm. do that. And thankfully... I was like, no, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do this. I'm going to be really strict. And for the first, um, well, she's been in it since August last year. Wow. And right up until December, yeah, December, we had it on nearly 24 hours a yeah. day. Wow. I'd take it off just to bath. Yeah. Um, but then she started walking. Yes. Which was really exciting for us and it was exciting for her as well yeah. and um and then she started realizing that she could walk a whole lot faster when she didn't have the brace <laughs> yes. on um and so since january i think she's been um taking it off yeah. oh she uh, takes it off <laughs> yeah taking it off taking socks off taking her clothes off <laughs> taking the uh, nappy off and so now running. we're um, yeah, running everywhere. So we've cut it back to just wearing it at night or right. during sleep time. Okay. Um, and that's kind of the deadline that I knew was looming. Yeah. Um, but w- I thought we might have been able to get through till she was, you know, a little bit older. But, but the, you know what that's good though is you get stopped on the street or you tell that story to the, uh, or people see the photos on Instagram mm. and her in a little brace. And everyone's like, oh, you know, uh, yeah, my 18-year-old daughter had that and she's, yes. she's great. But she's she's yeah. now a hurdler. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like you hear so many wonderful and encouraging mm. um, stories from people who've been through it, which kind of, it, it does give you that light at the end of the tunnel mm. when you're in amongst the shit. You know yes. what I mean? It and just knowing does. that it's all for a reason and there mm. can be a good outcome. Mm. And other people have survived wonderful. it. Yeah. You know, yes. Yeah. 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 And again, we should really put our, you know, our, our health issue in context. Oh no, you know, we all it's do okay. that. This, yeah. this is what you're here for, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't feel like that. We want to hear your story. It's yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. And we, uh, and I've really enjoyed being able to share with, you know, a big community the tips and tricks that have been passed on mm. to me. So, mm, yes. you know, um, one thing. I really needed a high chair. Mm. You know, I needed yeah. something that she could fit into, and it. You don't even think of that no, stuff when you you know brought them out of hospital, but you know how do you feed them? They don't yes. fit in it. Of course no, not. Yeah. Car seats, and prams, all yes. that. Yeah, you have to get everything. That's another thing that I was you know sad about because I finally found a pram that I really yeah. loved and it wasn't expensive, but it was perfect. And you know we couldn't use that. We had to go to a a crappy stroller with mm. rolled up towels and yeah, um, they're all losses. Ma- a lot of yeah, makeshift, they are. makeshift sort of stuff. Yeah, everyone gives you the good tips on how to prop them up in the car seats. Yeah, and- they do. And like a Kmart 
Um, remember somebody like said to wooden... us like a, a Kmart really cheap high chair, you take like the middle bar out. Yep, right. Grant did. And it's spiker, it's like a spiker table. Ah. And I was like, oh my God, we yeah. can actually do this ourselves. We don't have to go yes. to a special company and yep. you know pay, pay a fortune. A fortune. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And so or take a long amount home. of time. You can just go to Kmart. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. 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 And I was so thankful and I shared that. And I still get messages from people saying that, sure you, you know, do. that thanks so much for for giving that tip. And mm. yeah. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you shared about the loss of not being able to wear dresses and stuff, that's when I was like, oh, I've got to get these guys on because that's the stuff that I relate to mm. as well. Mm. Yeah, my girls had to wear yeah, AFOs, so ankle foot orthotics, so they're sort of fiberglass that go along their foot and up yeah. their calf to, to keep yeah. their calves straight. So any orthotist, that's where people. And so both mine had one, one on, their, one on the right leg, one on their left leg. So the twins, I'd walk the shops and people would be staring at us. Mm. Everywhere, I had to get four different pairs of shoes because we had four different sizes. Um, oh, so there's all cool. this difficulty that I was, and I, I think I wrote on your page. It's really uh, only people that understand adding hardware to your children understand. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, so, it's so true. Like I had to go and get, you know, a whole heap of um, of pants the other day because when she was pulling herself around, she was wearing holes. You know, yeah. in, in and, yep. and I was thinking, this is the stuff that nobody talks about. No. You know, like I've got her in boys' clothes mm. most of the time mm. um, because that's all that was available yep. to me in those sizes. Well, and you can and, only put pants underneath the Yes, the that's right. Anyway, yeah. right? And but there is look, there is a silver lining. Um, we've got um, wooden floors around here and because she could only crawl around <laughs> and may have to put a, a couple of nice microfiber <laughs> <laughs> underneath her spiker car so as she crawled around the room she was cleaning the floor brilliant and easier for her they yeah. slidey those uh, yeah, sorry, you're right it was minimizing the friction so she slid around easier <laughs> and there was a minor benefit of having the floors cleaned at the same time yeah. tell us about the big sisters and how how yeah. it was what it was like for them um i think because we live rural and regionally, um, we had a lot of trips to Sydney. Mm. And so that meant that the older girls, you know, got left kind of behind mm. and um, mm. and I had to head off, you know, I did lots and lots of trips down. Um, 
And I know that that probably impacted them a lot, um, but they were extremely patient mm. and helpful and, um, yeah, they Sailor, who's 11, has been like a little mum. Yeah. And, um, yeah, they actually scout our middle child. I found her in the cot one night. Now, I had I had to have Sunday propped up on pillows mm. and extra mattresses mm. and, and you have to have it underneath their legs, you know, so that the weight doesn't, yeah. like, put too much pressure on. And, yes. and I saw um, Scout had heard her crying in the night. And was in the cot with her, asleep, just like patting her. Precious. And I was like, oh, that is just so beautiful. Beautiful. I think a strange byproduct, and it's not expected of them as siblings, but if you grow up with a sibling with a disability or uh, something that's not typical in your life, you just, the kids just become more empathetic and they realize that you love everybody for who they are, not for how they look or how they walk or how they talk. And it's just this amazing thing that they take through life. Like my kids, Mm. the siblings are just such awesome people. And I'm like, it's not their job to have to do that, No, but it's pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. They're definitely very tolerant Mm. um, of her and they're always looking out for her, Mm. you know, to make sure that, you know, like Sailor said the other day, Mom, she's taken her brace off and, you know, and, and, and then she fell over and, and you, do you think that she'll be okay? Yeah. yeah. And I think that's beautiful. Mm. Um, it definitely has probably brought us closer yeah. as a family because of, you know, the challenges there. Yeah. Mm. Well, it kind of strips you back to what really is important. Mm. Not that you didn't know that before, but it's a different knowing as we were talking about this morning. It's yeah. a knowing. Yeah. Well, you got to remember, matters. my career has been living in pretend land, you know, like yes, Grant. just just in Wankerville, <laughs> just, yeah. with all the beautiful you know, people, yeah. TV ratings and game shows, mm. and mm. you know, stuff that really doesn't matter. It's it's the it's the frivolous kind of silly stuff that when everything's going well, you can sort of tune out and take your mind off your troubles and watch, mm. right? Mm. But not, nothing significant, not life changing for anybody. Mm. It's, it's not doing any great community service, um, but then you. And you can get caught up in that, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, in any career, you can think it's the most important thing in the world. And yeah. then something like this comes along and then you realize it's actually not the most important thing in the yes. world. And, and, and these little guys are. And so mm. you start to review your career very differently and really uh, become, yeah, you mm. become rather than take it for granted and, and think, oh, well, yeah, well, the reason, reason why I'm successful is because I'm the best in the world. Uh, <laughs> you, uh, I knew it in year <laughs> 11. <laughs> <laughs> you go, uh, it's really not that important. Mm. And it's just mm. helping one another is really the only thing that matters in this world. Yeah. You know, that that is it. Yep. I think I really, everything, for me, everything now I was like, well, can I be kind about that? Like I just realized that people have got <laughs> shit going on that I had no idea about. And now yep. I'm like, yeah, don't be a dick. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You don't oh. know what someone's going through. You That's the one know. thing. Same. Whether it be someone's bloody having a go at you for where you parked or how yeah, you parked yeah. or if you if you've stood in front of them accidentally when yep. you're waiting for the traffic lights to change. Yeah. Someone's having that blow up. I've got the shits or looking at you, giving yeah. you the dirties. You just, you don't know what that person's going through. And more often than not, they're probably going through something. Yes, yeah. that's right. Probably significant. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So I'm going to argue yeah. that some of your work has been important because the family feud game oh. is a big hit in my house. Same. 
And and I was talking about it with my daughter last night because she has an intellectual disability. So playing games within a family context is kind of really difficult. Mm. There's yeah, speed, right. there's all sorts of things. But mm. the family feud game, oh, yeah. she loved it. Yeah. And she just wanted to tell you she really loves nuggets and oh. chips. I said, would you like to tell Grant anything? So, Who doesn't love nuggets and uh, chips? Exactly. Yeah, it's, our, um, you know, it's the food of our people. I think we could be best friends just quite I right. think you could. I'll t- she'll family listen to this. and nuggets and chips. I know. Hello. We, got the, we had the app on our phone with the buzzer. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> so great. That's hilarious. That box yeah. is destroyed. The lid. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. We played it and played it and played it so mm. i it's personally want to yeah. thank you for that yeah well how oh my pleasure you don't need to thank me um thank who i don't even know the company who made it yeah, um, no, it doesn't matter imagination you, i think they're good yeah yeah but i remember when i was in year nine i got my first job which was working in kmart and my job was to look after like the toy section yep so then after after every shift, what you had to do is after dealing with customers, good and bad, um, is you had to represent all the shelves, right? Yeah, you had yeah, to yeah. move all the product back to the front of the shelf. So as items were now missing, you bring the next you know items mm-hmm. forward. So the front of the shelves looked nice and neat. So one of my, you know, the biggest jobs that used to take forever was fixing up all the board games. Yeah. Oh. What normally happens is some some little terror comes through and just <laughs> bowls yeah. them all flat. <laughs> Well, they're all on the floor. <laughs> they're all in the wrong order. Yeah, it's just yeah, a yeah. nightmare idol, right? Yes. It's like a nightmare idol. But I would be I mean, the little OCD and me would be a little bit. Um, I'd just I'd spend so much time just getting the front of this shelf with all these board games looking mint again. Wow. <laughs> and then you know, thirty now you're on a board game years later, twenty five years later, whatever it is, you know, I, I had my own board game. <laughs> And I was like, oh, my God, is this the most beautiful circle of life story I've ever heard? Yes, it is. And when you go in there, do you put it at the front? (laughs) (laughs) I turn every other board game back to mine. The only one you can tell. (laughs) So what is next in her hip journey? Like Mm. how long will she have to wear the brace for? What's the next move? We have a checkup at the end of April. And, um, I mean, I only spoke to him yesterday and I said, you know, she's taking it off and, and mm-hmm. he was like, well, it's, you know, that was bound to happen. Right. Um, so who knows what, you know, the next few steps will be. However, when we had our last checkup in December, I came home really deflated yeah. because um, the first check that we had showed enormous improvement mm. and it was super exciting mm. and I've got goosebumps now mm. and he was like, you keep on this trajectory, you won't need to have an operation. Oh, and yeah. I was like, that's the goal. Yes. Um, then December we had a checkup and, and it hadn't changed basically. Mm. Um, it, yeah, the pro- progress had tapered off and mm. it hadn't really improved. Mm. And he said to me, look, that is quite common in her, you know, in her age group because mm. um, when they're younger, things are growing a lot yes, faster. Of and they yes. can't take so, their little cast off. Yeah. No. So now, now I guess we'll go and we will assess mm. Mm. and, um, Probably she'll continue to wear it at night um, and we'll probably have to look at doing an operation and there is a name for it and it is quite common, mm. um, but it is, yeah, as I said, where so her, her, the ball joint is sitting inside um, the hip joint, which mm. is great, mm. but it hasn't worn it enough um, to be 
permanently fixed in right. there. Wear a little concave section into yep. your yeah. bone to, to help make kind of get it to lock in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the operation they um they take a little wedge out of the hip bone um right. so that it fits in, you know, a little bit more permanently. Yeah. Yep. That's yep. what we really wanted to try and avoid. avoid. But you know, we've um yeah, if we get bad news and it hasn't made progress, we get we basically go back to square one. Yeah, yeah. which is heartbreaking. Back in oh, it is. Yeah. And it will be a lot more difficult um, because of older. her age. Yeah, and yeah. she's been mobile now and she's... Yeah, imagine that, that. She's Now she can run around and then yeah, taking take that it away. Yeah, take it off her. Mm. My daughter's had a couple of orthopaedic surgeries and it's rough. There's, mm. you know, yeah. she had an osteotomy, which is where they turn the leg in the hip joint and mm, straighten right. her leg, which was has dramatically changed her life. She was six when she had that. She's mm. had a bone graft in her foot. Um, so I really understand that and mm. I'd love to support you if that time Thank comes. You can you. always lean on me as an yeah. orthopaedic surgery mum. Yeah, Thank well, you. That's so lovely. good. Yeah, yeah. That's, um, it doesn't make it good, easier, but it helps to know other mm. people have gone before you. But a good outcome, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah She's yeah. a Special Olympics athlete. She won the 50 metres at... Launceston wow, National Games yeah. last year. Yeah, yeah she yeah. loves running. Yeah. So, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was horrible. A, but saw someone on the news just last night that had, had CP that just finished a half marathon. Yeah, yeah I saw that. Incredible people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I used to do a fair bit of work with the CP organisation, CP Australia. Yes. Oh, I was going, going back a little while now, but, um, yeah. That, so those are people that know pain and discomfort. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and children that have... Yeah. Yep. Just endure so much. Mm. And I haven't mm. had surgery like that with my twins, but I've had disappointing doctors. Or, you know, when you come home and you're like, I have nothing left. And so all mm. I can say is that I did drink wine on those days. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I've got for you. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I, I think we could hang out. <laughs> drunk a lot of wine, a lot of, of wine course. and a lot of chocolate yeah. really late at night yeah. where yeah. you feel so I've got it, guys. We need to get together face-to-face. Yes. Nuggets, chips, wine yes. and a family food. Oh, yes. We've got a party. There's a star on in the background. Yeah, we'll bring all the old AFOs. We can burn them. Put them in the cast. <laughs> Grant, can I ask a serious question about like being a dad in this space? How have you have you been able to get support, or how mm. are you someone that reaches out to other men? Or no, oh. um, it's not. You know, it's something I'm learning to do as an adult because it's not something. I think, I think in that. Um, I, I guess every career has it, and maybe television has a little bit more of it, where you're. You're pretending you know what you so it's t- so t- to get into television, you pretend to know what you're doing, right? right? Yeah. So we all do that to a degree. And mm. then you, you you remember how you remember how people who say, you know, when they used to talk about you in like a in a career sense, they mm. would this had the had the example and the saying, dress for the job that you want, not the one that you've got. Yes. So I used to behave for the job that I wanted, yeah, not the yeah. one that I have. So you were always, you know, pretending, you know, I was always, you know, coming up through the ranks when I was a nobody, you know, mm. I, I'd see Larry Emder. So I go, oh, I like the way he does that, you know, and yeah. I'd see Rose McManus and I go, oh, I like mm. the way he does that. I'd mm. see Daryl Summers. Oh, I like the way he does that. Mm. So I was only ever basically pretending to be mm. the sum of other people, mm. right? Mm. And never mm. really comfortable in my own skin. So asking for help yeah. was I never wanted to show that I had A, no idea what I was doing or B, <laughs> maybe not feeling great. Yes. Um, so this kind of, 
image that you needed to be perfect. People mm. on television, you know, were always seemingly flawless and fabulous and and just they had their shit together. No um, baggage. No baggage. Perfect families, perfect houses. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think getting, you know, obviously that's not true. None of that is true. But yeah. you when you're coming up, you think that that is, that mm. is true. I, I mm. must be the only one who's flawed. You know, mm. I've got mm. imposter syndrome. Mm. I don't particularly talk to myself very well. I've got horrific self-talk. Yeah. Uh, and it's all that I've only probably learned to work on, you know, in the last sort of five years. Um, so it's, yeah, I, I'm, I'm better at sort of processing things now, I think. Mm. Uh, Shizzy might disagree. <laughs> uh, but, but, yeah, it's... Um, yeah, you feel it's very much because you see the mum carrying the mother yes. load. Yes. Why it's called the mother load. Mm. Um, you, you be there for support. You try your best, but also the child doesn't, you know, naturally gravitates more to the mum yeah. when they're not well. Yeah. Uh, sometimes little. you just feel useless because they don't want you. And, yes. Yeah. And they, yeah. And be yeah. There. yeah. Be there yeah. to support, but mm. you feel helpless, just yes. absolutely helpless. Mm. And that's yes. a very, a mobilizing feeling. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah yes. definitely would be. We've got um, a gorgeous Gary who has started two uh, Beans episodes. So he is a dad. His son Christopher has a disability. And so if you ever want to go and have a listen to some of those grants, we've got dads talking about mm. this That's journey. That's a podcast called Two Beans? Well, yeah. It's just it comes under ours. ours yeah. Oh, okay. so, oh, great. So you're, you're all in sort of in the same group, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So That's great. he started it because we realised that dads have a unique story as mm. well mm. in this space. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know what we were kicking around the other day, and it's it was I didn't think it was a real thing until someone brought it up, and I can't remember what kind of profession they were in, whether they were a psychologist or what it was. But um, and this sounds again really silly to say, considering everything that a mum goes through. Um, but postnatal anxiety mm, yes. and depression for men, yes. yeah. Um, yeah, definitely it's real. Of oh, course, it's real. real and not spoken about. No. And, and, not explored enough. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, real. yeah. Yeah. I thought I was going mad. Yeah. yeah. Did in you? And we, to be honest, we've only really just started talking about this only in like in the last, you know, couple of years. Of course. Not a couple of months. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Well, um, when you're in yeah. the the stress of a child, as in the the stress of what's happening, you just have to get on with it. And mm. then yeah. sometimes when there's a bit of a lull, then you can maybe go, oh, I can talk about what actually just we went through. Mm. And mm. even with a typical baby, you know, typical pregnancy, typical birth, it's a mm. bloody huge shock. Like nobody mm. is ready. You can't read enough mm. or study enough and you don't know day to day how that baby's going to impact you and your family and your relationship. And, yeah, it's an incredible gift and I love motherhood, but it's it's a loss as well. You lose a bit of yourself and I think fathers are the same. You loss. lose, you know. Never heard anybody say that, but, yeah, yeah that's, yeah. Mm. Yeah. And you don't want a different life. No. But it's still, yeah, you're like, oh, who am I? Mm. I guess there's an element a real of, loss of identity. Yeah, mm. a grieving almost, a grieving of what you have left behind and mm. or what you have sacrificed or you're saying goodbye to the person you were as mm. you're, you know, you're morphing into the, the new yeah, version yeah. of it. But that isn't, that isn't done without some form of, you know, a little bit of anguish, I guess, as mm. you, yeah. And yeah. we didn't know. 
When I had Sailor, I I didn't know about hyperemesis, yeah. um, which I had with all three pregnancies. Oh, so, gosh. so people would just say, God, just have some ginger no. and <laughs> get on with it. No. And I was literally vomiting up, you know, my entire body weight yes. for, for months and months and months. And I was bedridden. Yeah, yeah. And I used to wear all these comments like, oh, she must have a very low pain. Oh, she has the highest pain tolerance like, of anyone. Oh, on the yeah, yes. And, and like people would just say stuff to you. And you, I honestly, I remember watching Mama Mia on the TV and mm. feeling so sick. I had vomit all over myself. Yeah. Grant was on the road. Yeah. And I thought, I don't think I can actually go through yeah. with this. I'm so sick. How yeah. are other people not sick? Mm. So that was like one part of my pregnancy that, you know, 10, 11 years ago. Nobody spoke about. No. And even I look back now and I think, wow, that, you know, I survived that. Mm-hmm. As well. Months that on end. Months I had a on end. Beautiful girlfriend, Mara, who actually listens to the podcast because she ended up having twins. And, um, <laughs> she, yeah, yeah, beautiful <laughs> Mara. She had hyperemesis. And I remember her saying, I want to die now. And mm. I was like, really? And she's like, yeah, I can't, mm. I cannot go another day and she would go yeah. into hospital and they'd rehydrate her and then she'd have to come to kinder and drop her child off. Like mm. insane. She was so sick but she still had to function. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so yeah. it's a it's a terrible thing and I'm so yeah. happy that people are talking about yes. it now. How As did they you pluck up the courage to do it again? Time. Yeah. Uh, it took me four years. Yeah. So something happens in me where I, our kids kind of turn a corner around three, three and a half. Mm. And I, I don't know if I'm just stupid or something. I go, <laughs> what? It actually wasn't that bad. I know I was sick, but I wasn't that yeah, bad. You can't wait for the next 12 months. Yeah. Tomorrow, yeah. <laughs> but the, the issue is that with every consecutive pregnancy that I had, I was getting way worse. Oh. So with Sunday, I'd prepared myself. And I was like, no, 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 you know what? I can do this. I can do this. It's going to be tough, but Grant's, you know, at home a lot more. He Mm. can help with the older kids. I reckon I can do it. And I think it was like week 12 or something. And I was like crying to him saying, I can't Can't do it. I I was like, just remember this bit. And also the medication is so much better now too because yeah. I had no medication when I was pregnant mm. with Sailor. Mm. I didn't even go to hospital to have a drip. No. I just I lost stacks of weight and yeah. my obstetrician was like, that's fine, just keep sipping on water. That's and fine. Um, but with, with yeah, with the younger two, um, all the advances, you know, mm-hmm. certainly helped. So when I you know, was pregnant with Sunday, I changed my diet a bit and then I was on a full concoction, um, which, you know, that in itself has lots of different layers, doesn't it? Like a speeding fine here or there. (laughs) From too much. um, How many did you get in the space of about six to eight weeks? Yeah, I got a lot. We are the same people because I hadn't registered my car and I was going down the freeway for a year. And we'd oh, moved God. house and we hadn't changed over. And so then I had warrants. And then <laughs> oh, no. I know. Oh, and then the police pulled me over one day because I sped past them because I just opened the letter from the Royal Children saying, Your twins are having surgery on this day. 
and I just sped past a policeman. He pulled me over. He said, you didn't even see me. I was like, I can't even tell you why. Mm. And then he said, and by the way, I'm going to have to take your number plates off you. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> but that's the chaos you're in sometimes. Yeah. So I totally yeah. understand. And Mandy well, was would, like, maybe, maybe I could I'll go, to, go jail. to jail and get some sleep. Instead of paying the fine? <laughs> So I was like, two days in jail or pay the fine. I don't mean to mock jail, but that's how harassed I was. I thought maybe yeah. I could rest. Hang on, the food's going to come yeah. to me three times a day. Yeah. Uh, the lights go out at about 8.30. That sounds pretty awesome. Oh, that's so funny. People that's don't that, talk uh, about that chaos you're in, you know, I, but, yeah. But, yeah, I was, I was sick. I had, like, I was heavily pregnant. Grant mm. had gone off into the jungle, you yes. know, as part of his yes. contract. And I wasn't allowed to say anything no, to anyone. Of course. I, I was on a concoction of, so not even our family knew. <gasps> like really? my mum knew. Oh, no one like I could, we, no. nobody could know. It was pre-recorded. It wasn't live. It was right. pre-recorded. Oh, because of COVID. Was it? So yeah. I had to yeah. pretend that I was Grant, you know, online for a bit oh as well. I was having rest of it. Like the recommended dose for this rest of it, which, you know, it was like one tablet three times a day. How do you slow a tablet down when you're vomiting? Well, you can't. Mm. Like they say to crush it and then like to have it. What are you laughing at? Like like I I had to have a quarter because I was like. (laughs) I know where your your mind is gone. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I was laughing at. It was a terrible inappropriate time to have a joke. (laughs) Talking about something really serious. I was like a driving zombie. Yeah. So yeah. I was just like through red lights yep. and like really dangerous. So dangerous. Yeah. And then all these fines, fines came, came in. in. Yeah. Rack came out. I of- came out of the jungle and I'm like, why have I got no points? <laughs> <laughs> what have like, I been doing? <laughs> yeah. But, uh, thank God that car was registered to you. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, it was. I saw okay. one of the one. Of, you know those uh, overhead camera, um, mm. the cameras that take take pictures to see if you're using your phone yes. while driving. Yes. Right. So I was supposedly, uh, yeah, she's tapping him in the leg because this might be illegal. That we <laughs> we can edit it out. <laughs> <laughs> Just tell us. No, she tried to pass. She ended up taking the points, but she tried yeah. to pass it on me. Like I came out, she goes, "Look what you did." Yeah, <laughs> actually. And I looked at the photo, and I'm like, um, unless. I've just grown some breath. <laughs> I don't believe that is me. Because I could not believe. I actually didn't even think I was in Sydney on that day, which yeah. is a, sounds really crazy. But I, the fact I you tried to fob it off to me. With I was like, it has to have been you driving back from the jungle. It was you. Of course it was. And skirt. Yeah, no, it was me. When you were in I mean, the jungle, were you worrying about what was happening at home? It's a long time and you made it right to the end. Yeah, you, 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 you're so, we're so close mm. and so, and you have zero contact with the outside. Mm. Not only that, you're being tortured on the inside. Yes. It's, uh, yeah, it was, it was very emotional because mm, um, yes. I felt like I w- wasn't doing my husbandry duty mm, and yes. being supportive. I felt like I was being a terrible father for mm. the other girls because mm. I was in there and, and mum, mum obviously, you know, was, was, was struggling. Mm. Um, yeah, it was really complex, complex emotions, you yeah. know, I get very teary in there. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Mm. Yeah. And it was, yeah, so it was. It was, it was hard because the week before yeah. I left, I, I, before he left, I fell over um, and I fell on a chair on my big pregnant oh, yeah. belly. Mm. Oh. 
and I had to go into hospital and I tried to, um, I was either going to fall on Scout, our middle daughter, just caught my leg on something or I tried to save her because I Mm. weighed, you know. Yeah, yeah. Over 100 kilos at that point. Broken several of bones. Yeah, I would have crushed her. So I kind of saved her in the moment but landed on a chair and it, you know, left a massive bruise. Yeah. A sharp edge. And so they had me in hospital just monitoring the baby and they thought maybe like I, you know, had a bit of a bleed. Of course. Actually, it's like two days later I had to put Grant onto a plane. Oh, that must have been awful. Yeah, and it just felt like I remember just blowing up at home, going, "This is not right. We can't be doing this. You know, mm. this is. I'm disregarding your safety. This is dangerous. You yeah. know, there's no one here to look out for you or the kids, or if something goes wrong, I can't and tell anyone. Oh, great. Mm. Shezzy was trying to be, you know, Brave. supportive, sort of reinforcing. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. And she kicked me onto that plane super reluctantly, and you know, mm. it was all okay in the end. But mm. geez, it felt so irresponsible. Yeah. It felt. It felt like one of those moments, you know, I was talking about before how why this is stupid. This is just dumb television. Like why we're talking about your safety and the safety of an unborn child here and I'm going off to bloody eat bloody emu anus (laughs) in the the jungle. This is dumb. This is, and I was being really angry. But it's also the way you earn money, right? That's That's your job. It it felt like this is where we'd crossed over from the career not being a healthy thing, but actually this is where we're prioritising the wrong things the wrong way around. Yeah, mm. I can imagine. It's all that. tricky. It's, felt, it's yeah. very tricky. Anyway. Well, we loved mm. you on there. Oh, yeah, did we ever? <laughs> we loved it. Yeah, you he was so good. Was yeah. Yeah. James? So was good. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that he would be fantastic yeah. and yes. I knew that it would be a huge challenge for mm. him because I think, as he's you know mentioned a lot, he's suffered from you know, low self-esteem mm, and mm. imposter syndrome and he's never really felt like he is enough mm. as he and I just confidently knew yeah. that he couldn't put on, you know, uh, yeah. you can't be fake in there. No. The real you comes out yeah. and I thought this will be hopefully, you know, transformational for him. Mm. Um, mm. And, out, you know, Amy Anus is quite delicious. <laughs> oh, <laughs> disgusting. I don't think so. <laughs> Food. Yeah, you can't. Uh, you can't be anything you can't else. Can't pretend. You know, no. Just exhausted. You. You're literally. You are starving. You're. Yes. You. You know. There's other tactics that they use to kind of. You know. Make. Get oh. you at your wit's end. And yeah, yeah. You're vulnerable. Uh, yeah. Really vulnerable. Yeah. yeah. And you can see and, it. Yeah. And I also knew that we would survive. You yes. know. Yes. Because women are really tough. Like really men tough. are pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Some, some men, like Grant's really great, but yeah. women are really tough yeah. and I think I that know we, are. You know, we, just, do it. Yeah. we just do what we have to. So yeah. You're so exceptionally positive as well, like even blindingly so, even in the face when uh, when you shouldn't be positive. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's very positive. So, yeah. Yeah. You know. yeah, yeah. You need one of them. I think it's the yeah, yin and the yang in the relationship. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, He's like, Mandy, these people are helping us. I was like, I hate physios. <laughs> He's like, these people are helping us. I was like, no, they're not. They're just putting me under pressure all the time. Yeah, you need no. one. No. You need one. Yeah, 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 definitely. But though, I think there's, there's something to be said for like back in the day. I think about this a lot about the caveman days, about how a large cluster, you know, would look after mm. a newborn yes. and the mother in that period. Whereas now, you know, look at us now. We're all locked down in our homes. Oh, yeah. Mm. The grind is so hard work-wise to mm. fit it in. 
you know, our parents are working later yeah, and longer yeah. in life than ever, yeah. you know, so they're not available. And by yep. the time they are available and free, maybe they have retired. Yeah. Cognitively, they're, you know, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. a bit harder for them to, and yep. you can't rely on them as much. Yep. You just feel like now we're just more isolated and on oh, our definitely. own. Ever. Definitely. You know what I mean? Like a husband, we have to have two, two income households yeah, just to survive these days. So, yep. you, you know, it's it's very difficult for one person to just be home constantly and let, let alone two. It feels mm. like we're just further away from that whole philosophy of a group raising a family. Yes, Grant. I know. As it feels like it, it kind of was intended. Yeah. Mm. I think it definitely was. In, well, I think we're supposed why, to live in little towns, but yeah. we're in big cities. Yeah. yeah. Which is why yeah. podcasts like yours mm. is just so life-changing for so many people because you're you have created a community for people and that that's so powerful and just so beautiful. Mm. Um, and when you reached out and said, you know, would we like to, you know, come on, and I replied straight back, I was like, <laughs> oh, yes, yes, I have heard of you. Oh, yeah, we'd love to. Um, because it's, it, you know, you, you're so authentic and you share the ups and the downs, and mm. I just think that's what we need more of. Well, as we today. are talking about it, further away from everyone and not having a massive mm. cluster of yeah. people around us to look after us, and now as we raise a child, you are the only things that we now have, right? Mm. You are those links, those yeah. little threads, the information that just keep us going, that yeah. keep us alive, mm. give us that little bit of extra intel that maybe can make a difference that's in some right. aspect of our life. Because and you can listen to else. it whenever you want. That's what we love about podcasts because we talk about diverse mothering. Mm. That's what we're doing. Mm. And so who was yeah. even talking about that? No one. And, no it's, one. And, and there's so many of us. Yeah, yeah. And actually if we do a, a better job by being supported, then isn't that better for our children? Yes. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. we just felt that need ourselves. We put it out into the universe. The universe said yes. Mm. So we're very grateful and we're we grateful. super grateful to you guys talking today. Have we missed anything that you want to tell your hip community or the rest of the peas? Oh, you know what? To the hip community, um, there are so many great groups on Facebook. That's, mm. you know, it's, if you have found out that your child has hip dysplasia or clicky hips or... Do you know what is the instance energy, of it? How common is it? Do we know? Well, I, I think that... Um, I'm surprised. They said to me a, a percentage and really it's changed. Yeah, it's changed. And I don't know why that is, but they have this really is there a outdated to breach but breach yes, birth. Yes, I think there is. Yes. But yep. also female and firstborn is yes. generally really? the pattern. Yes. Yeah. So everybody seemed really shocked that Sunday was our third uh, yes, and didn't anybody right. else have hip problems while Sailor did, but wasn't you know yes. diagnosed um, as as anything except for hypermobility. Well, I've got it as well, so it's in our DNA. Right. And it, so right. Know, obviously, I've used it to affect to win Dancing with the Stars twice. Yes. <laughs> so, um, there is a silver lining. Someone give that man some surgery and stop that. <laughs> It's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. <laughs> Put him in a spike yeah. car so the rest of us have a chance. Don't laugh. Oh, my God. Imagine if they had to put you in a spike <laughs> car. Oh, no. Like He's already been in one. Yeah. You're going into a care. That's right. Yeah. You know. Great. Although, you know, getting those sponge baths from you wasn't such a bad <laughs> thing. <laughs> I don't know if you think you can remember it. No, I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, how gorgeous. Oh, well, yeah. thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. 
I yeah, know. Thank you for having us on. Our community is going to love hearing this episode. So thanks for giving your time to us. Yeah. Yeah. No worries. And um, we we have spoken a little bit about the hip journey um, and also the ADHD journey. Yes. And, um, parenting on our podcast yes. is all true. Yeah. We will put and, that in our um, show notes and all the P's go and follow and listen to your guys' podcast. Mm. And I definitely think that we um, should get you guys on. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we'd we'd yeah. love to. We, Thank um, you. Yeah. Not as professional as yours. We don't have a backdrop. <laughs> <No>. and <laughs> we said Mr. Print, baby. And, look, Mr. I lined Prince. all of those up online. Oh, my God. You've got laser eyes. Oh, yeah. well, once. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Originally oh, we just had the green one and then we were like, it's tiny. So now we have three. <laughs> yeah, I love that. And your colours are almost close to our colours. Yeah. yeah. It would be great to have you guys come on and, and talk about, you know, your experience. Mm. And, and we have sound effects. Oh, oh see, we, we do not. not. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We would like <laughs> Look, to Look, we can that. clap ourselves yeah. off, I think. Look. Already. Oh, thanks, Grant and Shizzy. That was a really great chat. <laughs> I don't know if you could hear that. Just a tiny bit. Oh, my God, well, we are super grateful. Yeah, we are. Thank you, thank, thank you. you, thank you. And thank you. for all the parents who feel left out and othered, it's really nice to know that there are lots of people going through the same journey and you can still laugh. Yeah. God. Yeah. Mm. Thank God. Yeah. Thank God. That's an essential part of life. It, <laughs> it really, really is. And oh. that is completely okay. Thanks for having us on. You thank keep you. up the great work. You're oh, doing yeah. Thank you. You too. And let us know how she goes. We will be thinking of you and at we'll the end of And we'll be following you on all your yeah, socials and cheering you on. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. We don't no know worries. when this will go Bye. out yet, but I'll email you when it is and then, yeah, it'll be a Thursday sometime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, please tell us and then we'll pop it up on our socials and, oh, and try and steer you. as many people we can there as well. Oh, yeah. Thank you. It was great to meet you. Yeah. Nice to meet you too. Okay. I feel like we've known each other for years. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and that was really fun. That was really fun. Oh, was, thank, thank you, you, Grant. Thank you for oh, your time. Yeah, you guys, lots of <laughs> Thank good luck. All okay, right. See bye. you. Bye. Oh, that was fun. Oh, that was awesome. So fun. We got to see a Logie, oh. albeit through a Zoom screen. Oh, but still, goodness <laughs> it's me. the closest we'll ever come to one. Um, yeah, we... We're just so excited to get them on and to hear a story that we didn't understand. No, you know, definitely like do say, not. we're all someone's rectum. And we yeah, are. I definitely am when it comes to that. And, yeah, I'm, it was lovely. Yeah. And, and I think a shout-out to any of you that are in the hip community mm. because I feel like, you know, in my darkest times I probably would have looked at you and thought, well, that can get fixed. Yes, I know. You know, but that's not fair. No, it's not. So... Everybody's welcome in the P-Tribe. Yes, that's right. Whenever you're othered. Yes, you are yeah? more than welcome. Definitely. Yep. And this week we are not doing a cry-laugh difference because I can't even tell you how unbelievably organised Mandy and I are. And we are, <laughs> we're banking a few episodes so we can have time off in the school holidays. That's right. So we do struggle to keep coming up with cry-laugh differences. That's right. So this week... <laughs> We had it all in this episode, actually. Yeah, we did. This yeah. was lots of, yeah, teary moments yeah. and laughing. And so, yeah, we're super grateful to super, them for joining super us. Grateful. So, they're go busy and follow people. their podcast. Yep. And all the details will be in the show notes. Yep. Yeah. And follow their journey on Instagram. They're sharing their gorgeous girls. Yeah, oh, they're they are. funny. Yeah. 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 And you'll learn something. Yeah, that's right. Okay. See you, everyone. Bye. Bye.
Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.